Okay. Talking about Moshe Vlitzen. And two things. Now, Moshe Vlitzen in today's world is a very interesting concept because most of today's culture revolves around Moshe Vlitzen. And that's the be all and the end all of a lot of life. And the hero, many of the heroes of today's world are the heroes of Moshe Vlitz. <laughs> uh, you have you just had an election for the President of the United States. What I found, I was incredulous. So, different, this movie actor says vote for Trump. This movie actor votes for Biden. <laughs> Now, I look at that, I say, <laughs> why is that relevant? <laughs> why is that relevant? I mean, what they, understand, they understand what's good for the United States <laughs> better than anyone else. No. They don't understand. I mean, and you had one mentally deranged... Um, rap singer Kanye West. He's running for president of the United States. <laughs> you, know, you look at it, and because these become heroes. Why is he a hero? <laughs> Why? Did he do anything constructive in his life? <laughs> Except have five different mental meltdowns? <laughs> no. Why? Because all of a sudden they become heroes. Where are they heroes? They're heroes in the world of Moshe Vlitzen. Okay. So what's Moshe Vlitzen about? Muta, also preferable, good, bad. You know, it's like, you know, certain things are, can be very well defined. Muta, also. Okay. If I want to light a fire in Shabbos, well defined. Uh, <clears throat> you know, mutter. There's hilchas shchita. I shot an animal. Learn hilchas. No hilchas shchita. No hilchas treifas. Very clear. Certain parts of Torah have a very clear have very clear definitions. What's mutter? What's awesome? Very clear definitions. What's mutter and awesome? What where does Moshe Vleitzim fit into it? Now. Here you a little background. And and that is and because it's so into daily life today. <laughs> so to figure like does it simply how to do it with normal Western life that everyone grows up with. So there are two separate things to keep in mind. There is, number one, basic Shulchan Aruch. The Rambam says something implicitly, and Rambam and Rambam spells it out very, very, very clearly. Rambam and Rambam says, 
Rabbi Avram says like this. Since let's say a person eats novelas and papers, you know Aleph Beis of Hilchos say this, you know, you violate a lotsa sheshesh v'malkas have it in Russia. What in Russia? Means you walk in from a, you walk by a McDonald's thing and you say, ah, I get this great taifa, I have to have that cheeseburger. You walk in and get that cheeseburger. So your postulatus you're Russia. Why you Russia? You're a bad person. You're a good person. Just you just got grabbed by the idea of having a McDonald's cheeseburger. Whatever. So he says like this. Pulsar Mishli says, Love Russia, Lo You borrow money from someone and you don't pay back, you're Russia. Love Russia, Lo You have a debt, you gotta pay it. Kodesh Baruch who gave us everything. So, he, any human being in this world, his existence comes from a Kodesh Baruch his livelihood, everything is from a Kodesh Baruch He goes back. So then, what does he owe back? So he doesn't do what he owes back. He's a Russian. You don't pay your debt. He owes back Shevim Mitzvah B'nai Noach. Rabbis, please come and sit down and bring a chair. Okay. He says, but he took us out of Mitzvahim. He took us out of Mitzvahim. And he made us his school. And he says, listen, for what I did of taking you out of Mitzrayim, making you my am school, you owe me. So what do I owe him, HaKadosh Baruch Hu? That's the minimum. That's paying my debt to HaKadosh Baruch Then, every mitzvah has a message. Has a message. And that message is... Learn from the mitzvah, the darky avodah v'akadosh baruch And that's the... F- so, once I have my minimum, then I can go up and all the different darky avodah v'akadosh baruch And I'm supposed to learn from each mitzvah. What? What am I supposed to learn from sisters? That I have to have in front of me at all times a, di- a constant reminder of Torah and mitzvahs. Constant reminder of tolerances. Now, tzitzis can do that. But tzitzis, you know, it's an easy mitzvah. You put it on in the morning and you forget about it. And even if you wear your tzitzis out, you're so used to it, you don't pay attention to it. So Rabbi Avram says, but still, tzitzis' message is, if, that, if tzitzis isn't working for you, get something else. I once went in to see a certain individual, very wealthy individual, for for funding the yeshiva. And there on his desk is a picture of the Rosh Yeshiva. And I asked him... You keep a cashier with him? I said, I said, why do you have it on your desk, in your office? Maybe it should be in the wall in your house, he says. Because in the middle of the day, when I'm in the middle of a deal, I, need, I, I have to have him looking at me. 
if he's looking at me, that, I put that there to give myself some self-control in the middle of the day. That's what exactly the Ramadan says. If sisters don't do it for you, which is supposed to do for you, then you get something else. Get something else. So that's part of the dark hair voter. If he, if he, okay. So the and there are all sorts of levels of dark hair voter vakarishboro. The question is, where does now there is Moshe Vleitzin? The two aspects to Moshe Vleitzin. There's something Chazal called Leitzanis. Which they thought is a mid of Ro or Mo'ov. And that mid of Ro Mo'od is knocking people and knocking things. It's not a two people have, first of all. And that knocking people and knocking things is altivosacholodim, Mishnah says. Seeing the negative in people, seeing negative in situations, that's the first part of the Sanus. There's a very important Rambam at the end of Hilchus Tumas Tsaras. Very important Rambam. People don't appreciate how much there is in the Rambam. Tsaras is a general term with many aspects. And they have no connection with the Harry Lovin or Hodam. If my skin will turn white, Korit Tsaras. And some of my hair falling out, or my beard falling out, it's Korit Tsaras. And the clothes, and if clothes change color, it's Tsaras. Or the walls of my house, Tsaras. It's not, it's totally unnatural. It's something to wake a person up to Lashon Hara. Walls of his house. Change in Chosabel, Yitaya Bayes, Shuvis, the house is tore. Otherwise, he knocked down the house. And if he keeps going, it, his, his clothes change color, you don't change. You have to get rid of the clothes. And etc., etc. This is what the Torah says, Hisham of Saras. Okay. Now, then he explains the whole Inyar Lashon Hara. He says, 
And what do we learn now? From Miriam. Had, he says, She did not speak negatively of him. She equated him to all everybody else. So you can be, so the Ram says you can be simultaneously a Rosh and a Tipish. Shemarbim ledaber gedulos v'niflos. They talk great and fancy chosh of a thing. Lefikoch and here he zeroes in. And we call Moshe Leitzim. Ro'u rotsa l'chavin orcholsov l'hisvachik mishivosam. Don't sit with them. Udabi imam, don't talk with them. Kadeshilo yitofetz odem bereshe rishon. Don't. Okay. V'zehud, what is the derech of yeshivas haleitzim harishoyim? What is the derech of these leitzim harishoyim? This is, Rama is here defining Moshev leitzim and why it's wrong. See how other rishon, that's why I said. We'll see how different rishon define Moshev leitzim. Betchila in the beginning, Marbin b'divrei Havai. Sitting around and talking nonsense and stupidity. No, there's some people that are conversationalists. What does that mean? They have an excellent ability to talk about nothing in a very attractive manner. It says Havai, stupidity, empty things. Shenemar poses as a cold seal, Hadvar. And the voice of the ksil, the fool, is in a lot of these things. He says, there's a natural progression. That you spend your life on emptiness and nonsense. So you develop resentment to people who see intrinsic value in life and done something on a high Ruchmias level with their lives. One produces naturally, there's a natural progression from one to the other. Which is true. You know, it's the preoccupation in Corona with yeshivas and places of davening. Total preoccupation. Who's spreading this horrible illness everywhere? It's the from people. There's a natural progression. Empty people resent people of Tochen, of Tochen. Because if they're right, my life is empty. So they have to be wrong. Hadovim al tzadikot. Umikol kach, and after that, Yilam hergil adabim ben vim. Okay. There is a whole stream within the world to look at the vim and tzadikim, tanoim, amaroim, Moshe Rabbeinu, the others, Avram Yitzhak Yaakov, just as regular people. And not to realize that, okay, even a person in this world who's trying to live his life in a higher madrega, he does what he can, but then there's Avram Yisak Yaakov and Moshe Rabbeinu. 
And once you talk about those people, you're talking about, well, you're not really, you don't have to be paid too much attention to what they say. And, and then, you're talking on Sakharish Baruch. Okay, Zui Sichas Shoyim Shagor Meres Lahem Yeshivas Kronos. This what causes is this? People hang around street corners. The Yeshivas Knesiyoshel Ami Haaretz. That's a gathering of Ami Haaretz. The Yeshivas Botei Mishdoos and Shosei Shecher, and the people who go to bars and hang around bars. Avos Sichas Ksheri Yisrael Vatsadikayim. So he's going here and there and saying there's a slippery slope in this direction there's a slippery slope in that direction we take a look in Perkeavos the Mishmuel uh, says, This possible. The Rambam, what is the Rambam doing here with this Mishnah? The Rambam is doing with this Mishnah is as follows. He's taking this Mishnah and he's telling you. Two people sitting and talking. Are they talking nonsense? Or are they talking Torah? The moment you begin talking nonsense, there's a slippery slope. When we think talking to the Torah, there's a difference. And what does he say? Shechina b'neim. So Rambam defines that. He says, He's going to be there holding your hand to lead a certain different type of life. And, life, and it begins in a very small, different ways. So the Rambam, what is he saying? He's saying... When the Torah tells me about Saras, what's he talking about? If I talk Lush and Har about Ori Bernstein, about Yosef Shalaf, about Yaakov Spiro, anybody, that Lush and Har, that can, if that's the type of, of things I do, so I'm on a slippery path going all the way down. Torah says, don't get started on that step, on that path. And there's one step before that that's hanging around and talking nonsense. He says, yeah, there is one point absolutely awesome. But then there's a, path, a step before that that's going to end up in that direction, and then it's going to go spill all the way out of control. When you sit down and talk, you sit down and talk emptiness. What do people talk about? What's on their mind? Two people whose lives are making money, if they get together, what do they do? They talk about money. Two people whose lives are sports, they get together, what do they talk about? Sports. So what's... And every person has something that's naturally on his mind. So what's naturally on your mind? What is the Or 
nonsense. What's naturally on your mind is nonsense. Then you're moving in a direction. And you'll end up with deep resentment against what's on your mind, against the people, what's on their mind is tough. The when there was a big fight a few months ago in the United States about the appointee to the Supreme Court of the United States. What was the big fight against the last three appointees? Supreme Court, they're very religious. Very religious. The deep resentment against people are very, very religious. Why? Because if they're right, something's wrong and empty with my life. And so therefore you have to knock it, you have to make fun of it and ascribe all sorts of weird stuff to it. But that the Rambam was saying this is how naturally people go. So according to the Rambam, the Rambam is taking our Mishnah here at the end of Hilchot Sarah, and he says, "Listen, Moshe writes, okay." What is the Gemara talk about Moshe Leitzin? Going to the, going to all places of entertainment. That means filling your mind with nonsense and stupidity and stupidity. Once you do that, you're setting yourself on a certain path. That per se is not one of Tariyak Mitzvahs, Rambam says. But it certainly begins a very slippery path out of it. That's how the Ram defines what Moshe Leitzim is. And it's not only the Roman circuses. People said Roman circuses because it's violence, it's Midas Rals. They talked about the Greek theater too and the Roman theater with all sorts of very highfalutin plays and comedies, etc. Once you fill your mind and you make something Emptying your mind. And Warren Shabbos says, Al Tifnu al Alilim Al Tafanu Kel Midaikum. Don't empty Hakarish Barahu out of your mind. That's how the Ram talks about it. So the Rambam views it as the poor success. Ashisho Ishaloh Batsas Shoyim, Dir Khatam Lohm, Moshe Vlates and Rayasha. Moshe Vleitzim is Ashrei. Praiseworthy and deeply happy is that person because he's made sure that he doesn't begin a path that's going to lead. And when I look at American culture, when I look at American culture, Western culture, and the heroes of American culture, the people they look up to, who they look up to, the people who excel in Moshe Vleitzim. Emptiness and nothing. Okay. That's how the Rambam looked at it. So I, you cannot put it in the Rambam's terms that Moshe lays them as an Isabatora Satsma. But what is it? It's something that sets you up to just have a Kurdish Brokhma empty from your mind. On the other hand, if Torah is on your mind, if Torah is on your mind, Torah is there with you, holding your hand to make sure you're going to be able to go in the other direction.
That is the the Shittas and Rambam on Moshe. Rabbi Nagona has a slightly different take on it. And I just so that is now what I want to go through all of it, the various Shittas on what Moshe Vlaitzim is and then take it into very practical terms in today's life and today's culture the sports industry the, the entertainment industry the music industry the Jewish music industry and it's very interesting I've gotten to have a very deep understanding of the Jewish music industry which is a very interesting industry among Talmudic Torah Moshe is our Talmud Baruch Levine. He spends, I've spent a lot of time talking with him about the nature of the industry. A few years ago, some of, I don't know when any overlapped, Chaim Lossa Werdiger, Mordechai Ben David's grandson, have a good part of the music industry here in Yeshiva, and I've gotten to notice it. And the overlap it has with the general Gaiish music industry and what that culture is all about. And it's, it's very interesting. But that all comes part of understanding what the different Rishonim had to saw in this Gemara about Moshe Leitzin. So, so today, Rabbi Yonah has a very, also a very insightful view of what Moshe Leitzin are. Their differences, is overlaps, each one is marshal on the other. It comes from the same basic view. We live in a world. What rules the world? Ruchnitz goals or non-Ruchnitz goals? And how do you deal in a world that, and Chazal, it's not only us, Chazal live in a world, Chazal talking about theater and circuses. They were living in a world. The Romans were very, there was a lot of going here in Yerushalay, in Israel at the time. And Roman, cult, Roman and Greek culture was very much present here with the Roman, with all the amphitheaters that they built in the old city. Uh, it, it was here. And Chazal was trying to talk about how to deal with it, and it's not really different than how to deal with it today. We shall continue next week. Now we get back to the Sechta Shuvah. Okay.